0: Want to have some time as we always do on Mondays to speak with GT Bynum Monday with the mayor, and we're going to do that right now. Good morning, Mayor.
1: Landing people on the moon almost as fascinating as Mondays with the
0: mayor. <laughs> yes, almost. <laughs> Listen, I, I, there are two things that are on my plate here that I want to get to before we. The first thing is I had occasion to, to call three one one last week because Martha and I are moving, and I wanted to move our city services, our our water and our our uh, waste uh, pickup. And, and it was the middle of a Tuesday afternoon, about 2 o'clock, and I was waiting to talk to somebody for over a half hour. And when I did, the, the, the clerk that I spoke to, I'm not going to use her name, but she was very gracious. And, and worked me through everything that we needed to take care of. And then afterward, I had occasion to talk to her for a little bit. And I said, so, you know, what's it like? I, I had to wait on hold there for a long time. Are you short-staffed? And she said, yeah, we seem to be. And the computer system that they gave us isn't everything we thought it would be. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that is. Well, I would say both of those are correct, which is why we are in the process uh, we included in our first round of American Rescue Plan funds uh, the new phone system uh, to, to upload, and we're in the process of also getting... There's several different types of systems that integrate into a, a, a large call center like we have on 311, and we're upgrading all of those. Okay. All of these systems haven't been upgraded in more than 10 years, and there's some of them that... Um, you know, there's a reason that we prioritize funding in the American Rescue Plan Fund because the system was so old and outdated that it really needed to be replaced. And then also on the the staffing side, that is also very much uh, needed. And the council and I included in the budget for this year, um, uh, I think it's uh, 10 additional positions in that uh Uh, team to increase their capacity to answer calls and that's why having that in a career fair a couple weeks ago was so important and why we were so excited that we had over 500 people show up uh, to apply for jobs on our team at the city of Tulsa because we've got to get more people in there answering calls uh, both so that citizens calling can get a response quickly uh, but also it's just better for the entire team that by the time they get on a call with somebody, somebody hasn't been having to wait forever uh, to get on there with them, so yeah. we're upgrading that entire you know the people and the the technology so that people get better service there.
0: it you know wasn't out of line with what you might expect from a utility or a major corporation being on hold anyway, but uh, it was a good experience overall. I was just curious about that. The people
1: that work in there are fantastic. We just got to give them more colleagues and better technology, and we're working on that.
0: So the other thing I wanted to bring up was this meeting Thursday night um, where legal experts basically said, don't give the city your DNA. Don't give the Race Massacre Gravesite Commission your DNA to compare with the remains that they've unearthed because you don't want that information in a database that police can search. Um, does Is this a huge roadblock? Uh, what do you have to say to those people?
1: Well, first of all, I think the decision to provide DNA is, of course, the decision of any individual, and they've got to make a decision on what they're comfortable providing. Well, what our independent uh, group is collecting on this, uh, one, I would say they offer the ability for you to click and say that it can't be turned over to law enforcement, if that's a concern. Uh, but also, they're just collecting DNA that people are already providing through groups like Ancestry.com uh, or 23andMe. Uh, and so th- this is a lot of this is DNA that people are already submitting. Mm. The last thing I would say on this topic, and it, um, it's incredibly disappointing, but the group that is pushing this opposition is suing the citizens of Tulsa. Uh, You know, it's not some uh, you know independent, totally unbiased group. This is an entity that is suing the citizens of Tulsa and is engaged in litigation with the citizens right now. Uh, So I I would just caution folks to keep that in mind uh, when you're considering whether or not this is the most impartial and unbiased advice that you're going to be getting out there. Uh, We want, and it's so important. We just want to be able to connect descendants with uh, their their ancestors who they don't know what happened to them. I, 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 you know, the, the challenge of this whole process is that there's no way to convince people of the sincerity of what we're trying to do as a city here because the city waited, you know, almost a century to try and do the right thing, mm. and now we have a, a community. A city, a city, not the city government, the literal the city of Tulsa—and Tulsans who are trying to do the right thing and connect folks, but we need help from people in providing that DNA if they want to try and find their ancestors.
0: Is, is there anything the city can, can do to—is there anything the city can do to reassure those people? Look, we will—we will make a blanket rule: none of this could ever be turned over to law enforcement or used for any other purpose.
1: That is absolutely one of the options that people can click on when they're submitting it. Like, we we did that up front so that people could uh, do that as an option. We're also using an independent nonprofit to do this analysis. So it's not coming to the city. It's going to that independent nonprofit that specializes in this kind of work.
0: Mayor, thank you for your time. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Tulsa Mayor, G.T. Bynum.